God consciousness. The God consciousness surrounds uh, five basic principles. And they are in this order. The first one is consciousness itself. Everything begins with consciousness. Consciousness in its most simplistic form is that what you know, you understand, and you have wisdom with. You don't know. You just don't know. And when you don't know, you don't do better. And even when you do know, because you've been doing bad or doing wrong for so long, you can't change the habit. Yet everything begins and ends with consciousness. <laughs> two defining conscious, two defining conscious states of mind. It's going to be the consciousness that you had before you were indoctrinated and the consciousness that you have after indoctrination. And then after indoctrination is the weaker form of you. The indoctrination is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that you have after experiencing this world and getting exposed to this world and being educated by this world. You've been dumbed down. And I come with scripture to prove it to you. The Bible says that God breathed into the nostrils of man and he became a living soul. So where was his education? The Bible does not say that Adam had ever experienced this world before he had not been exposed to this world and that he was not educated by this world. Yet, after God breathed into him, God brought all of the animals and all of creation to Adam to see what he would name them. That's very important for you to understand the God consciousness. So that means that Adam, Adam was blessed with a superior level of intelligence <laughs> you and I have since lost, but yet Christ died that you might be redeemed and get it back. You know, the title of the book that I'm writing is called The God Consciousness. I was going to title it The God Man. Now, because I don't want to leave my ladies out. This is The God Consciousness. So one of the, there's five core pillars of you understanding the God consciousness. And the first one is consciousness and the consciousness that you had before Adam fell and the consciousness that you have by faith through Christ can be obtained. And that is being birthed into the kingdom. The highest form of consciousness is the revelation given by the Holy Ghost. It's not what you learn in school. It's your ability to get revelation from the Holy Ghost and God's word that he may reveal Jesus Christ unto you. The second level of consciousness is covenants. Covenants is submitting your will to God's will. You must remember with the God consciousness, you must, you must, you must make a choice, which is number three, to submit your will to God's will. The Bible says that one shall put a thousand to flight and two shall put 10,000 to flight. And very few people understand what that means. You jumping around the church uh, happy about a scripture that you have never manifested. You have never put a thousand to flight. You've never put 10,000 to flight. And here's the reason why. Because you're not in covenant with God. We understand that those of us who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and accepted the blood covenant and who practice the Torah, you are in covenant with God. Without covenant, God does anything because he's a covenant God. So you can beg for Ray Ray and Cuckoo to help you out. But without covenant, you are nothing. You are nothing. You are defeated. 
You can cry all you want to, but a person can walk up to you right now and blow your brains out because you have no protection. So there is, there is first. There is first consciousness and then there's covenant. And number three, there is choice. The power of choice has definitely 100% been taken from you. You make excuses about why you can't do anything and yet you have a choice. And through choice, we understand that the last two phases are most important phases of the God consciousness manifest themselves. And that is through choice, you create your reality. And through choice, you can control and command your thoughts. We don't need to go over the simple, the simplicity of understanding that when I make a choice, I'm creating a reality. Now, I need to say this. I'm creating a reality within the parameters of, a, of this matrix. I can't create a reality beyond this matrix, and I'm going to talk about that. That means that God, the Lord God Almighty, has already put laws in place to govern this matrix. Don't miss that. So you go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. If you make a choice to serve me and to be a covenant with me, you shall reap all of these blessings. But if you make a choice to disobey me, you shall reap all of these curses. And so we understand that creation in the God consciousness is all based upon cause and effect. That cause and effect has already been set in motion by God. Why? Because God is the law. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God is a law. It is a spiritual law. Let's talk about laws for a second. Laws bring order to chaos. Laws create a culture and a lifestyle. Laws mean nothing if they cannot be enforced. A spiritual law is only a law that is universal. That means that if you do it in Russia, if you do it in Mars, if you do it in Florida, you still gonna get the same results. So therefore, that's what makes it a spiritual law. A natural law is laws applied by men. And those laws are applied by men and they have limitations. So for example, where it might be illegal to sacrifice animals in the United States, but not in certain parts of the world. So those are man-made laws. But universal laws means it applies to anybody and everything. So we know the one main law that applies to mankind when he makes choices and he creates is the law of cause and effect. This we know for certain. We know that the law of cause and effect is the number one law that the Bible repeats over and over again. You shall reap what you sow. If you do this, I will do that. He says that repeatedly thousands of times because it is the primary law in the earth that governs man's choices and controls what man creates. Very important that you understand the, the diet dynamics of what we're teaching here today. You've got to be able to control and command your thoughts. Thoughts are alive. I know nobody ever taught you this. Thoughts come from spirits. Thoughts are controlling what you think, what you say, and what you do. Yet no one has ever taught you to be hold yourself accountable and responsible for your thoughts. Thoughts is thoughts become the prism, prism of what? 
of how you create. It's better known to you as perception. The way you see it is the way it is. As a man thinketh, so is he. Nobody can't change it about you. That's who you are. You, but here's the thing. You make a choice to see it the way you saw it. Somebody said, I made a choice to see it for what it was. That's what it was to you. Because somebody else can see the same thing and not see what you saw. And I'll give you a perfect example. You may have dated somebody and all you saw was the negative things about that person. Somebody else saw the same person and said, I see all the great things about them. Still the same person. It's just a matter of perception and how you choose to see it. So you see, you're creating every day. You're creating your reality. Now, here, here's the fun part. If you like the fun part, I'll give you the fun part. If you are unhappy with your reality, it's because of the choices that you have made. Point blank period. Nobody else made those choices for you. You made those choices. So if you unhappy at, at, with anything in your life, the first place you start to tap into the God consciousness is accept the responsibility that you made these choices. Whether you made them out of fear, weakness, ignorance, you still made them. And even the word of God lets us know that God sees it the same way. Because even sins of ignorance were still treated with a sense of judgment from God. God said if a man sinned and then he, he don't know he sinned, but when he comes into the consciousness that he did do it, God says he's, he needs to give an offering. God doesn't excuse you from sin because you don't know any better. Sin is sin. So neither should you excuse yourself from your own ignorance. You should hold yourself accountable. You should hold yourself accountable so that you can grow. I, I want to say this in this podcast. I know something about myself now that I didn't know before. I will not allow anyone to be attached to me who is not a person of self-development. If you're not working on yourself, I will not tolerate you to be in my life. And here's what that looks like on a practical stage. You don't deflect. You don't run from what you're responsible for. You hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself accountable for what's true and what's facts. And you commit yourself to growth. That's it. But I will not allow people to be in my life who want me to tolerate their dysfunction. I've become a master at this now. I am quite aware of spiritual sexual contracts. What you call girlfriend and boyfriend, what you call dating, what you call having somebody in your life, even what you call marriage, where somebody is in a quote unquote relationship because they're in a spiritual sexual contract. Let me give you the terms of that contract. You get to have sex with me as long as you act the way I want you to act. The moment you stop acting the way I want you to act, I will then begin to manipulate you through my emotions, through my attitude, and through my actions. Now, you will wake up as soon as you realize is that I don't need your sex. Now, watch this. This is, this is when people break up. When you realize I don't need your sex. And that's when the person starts being their genuine self. And henceforth, 
99.9% of all relationships are over. And then you come into a higher level of consciousness, which I'm teaching, is that you begin to say, oh, that was it. I was given the privilege of having sex with this person because I was acting according to the way that they wanted me to act. It's like, oh, okay, I get it now. This is how the game works. Henceforth, you realize you've been wasting a lot of your time with people. You've been allowing women to use feminine, feminine energy to tell you you need to be dating. You need to be with somebody. No, you don't. You need to invest in yourself. You need to know who you are. You need to find out who you are. Watch this. You can't change anything about who you are until you know that's who you are. I want to be very practical. Everything for me, in order for me to do something, everything needs to be clean, organized, and prepared before I do anything. I got to have cleanliness. If I'm going to work in my office at home, I got to have cleanliness. It has to be organized and it has to be prepared before I make one phone call, before I do one jottle of work. You see, I know myself. So I know that if I get put into dysfunction, I'm not going to be productive. If there's confusion, I'm not going to be productive. If there's dirtiness and uncleanliness and unclean people around me and unclean thoughts around me, I'm not going to be productive. So therefore, I'm able to master myself and come into the God consciousness. And therefore, you also need to, when I say master myself, that's part of the God consciousness because what I'm saying to you is that this is where it comes in of commanding and controlling your thoughts. That's mastering yourself. I control my thoughts, meaning that the way I see something is on me. So I've learned to control my thoughts uh, and not look at a person and judge them by the cover but to make a choice, a conscious choice of how I'm going to see that person. Or if I choose to command my thoughts, I, my thoughts, I understand thoughts. Intent is a thought. Every day I write down goals. Those goals are intense. Those goals are intense. Those intents are thoughts. Intents are thoughts. Believing and having faith is thoughts. I get to know my thoughts. Doubt is a thought. Disbelief is a thought. I understand that now because I walk in the God consciousness. So let me repeat this to you as you are listening to this particular podcast. The five pillars that are going to signify and qualify you to walk in the God consciousness is first understanding consciousness and the two types of consciousness, the God consciousness and the consciousness you Receive after you fell from grace that a lot of you are still living in. 99% of the people in this world are still living in the indoctrination of the fallen state of mind. So the God consciousness is going to be foreign to them. Number two, covenants. God is a God of covenant, yet he has people trying to serve him and not be in covenant with him. If you do this, I will do that. Covenant is nothing more than you submitting your will to him. And then there's choices. The power of choice is an absolutely amazing force 
the power of choice. You have the choice to end a relationship right now. You have the choice to walk away from something. Now, you have the choice, but you also have the consequences of your choices. And that's what the law of cause and effect teaches us. There's consequences to every choice. And as long as you can begin to learn what those consequences are of your choices, the higher level of consciousness you can walk in in God. We know that choice gives you the power to create. You create your reality. And choice will give you the ability to control and command your thoughts. This is very, very important for you to come to the next level in the kingdom of God. Play it again.